You are Locked on Rays, your daily Tampa Bay Rays podcast. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, my name is Kevin Weiss. I'm Ulysses Sembrano. Host of Locked on Rays, part of the Locked on Podcast Network, the number one local sports daily podcast network. You can find Locked on Rays on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, Himalaya, and online at fanscreamsports.com and the Fanstream Sports app. And when you get in your car, tell your smart device to play Locked on Rays. Today's episode of Locked on Rays is brought to you by Built Bar. Promo code Locked On gets you $10 off your first box at BuiltBar.com. Well, Ulysses, last week, ourselves and most of the national sports media and baseball media was talking about the Blake Snell comments, the uh, Blake Snell diatribe. What we really didn't get into, though, was the actual impact of not having him on the field for an 82-game season or a potential 82-game season and what that could mean. We talked about how maybe, okay, players might dislike him for not having their back and, and not being on the field at the same time when they're trying to to play for a playoff spot or the World Series. But the actual impact of not having a guy that, if he somewhat resembles his Cy Young award-winning form, especially with the way that uh, MLB has outlined these schedules. It could be the difference one or two games, three or four games. It, to me, it could be the difference between making the playoffs and, and not making the playoffs the way I've looked at it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that that's an arm of a very high caliber. So if he's not going to be on the field, obviously you're going to see some um, negative consequences. But playing devil's advocate, where was he last season? That's you true. Know, I, I mean, what? Yeah, he provided some some value, of course, and maybe in the clubhouse too. But the Rays did win ninety six games with limited Blake Snell. So playing dev, devil's advocate, not that you would want to play without him, but the team did survive one year without him. Now, can they do that again? It's going to be tough. You you better get some overall value from other guys to step up. That that cliched um, mm-hmm. you know phrase, but. Yeah, obviously I would rather have a team with Blake Snell than than without him. Yeah. And down the stretch he was when he got back from that elbow issue that he was facing. He did help the team in big moments. But yeah, the, during the year it was just whether it was a, a a mix of being unlucky or not following uh what the pitching coach is telling you to do, a lot of different things at stake, but at this point, I'd rather have Blake Snell in there than Brendan McKay. I'd love to see what Brendan McKay can do. I'd love to see right. what the other guys can do. But, of course, I mean, you could almost make the argument that with the way this is set up, I mean, you look at I'd, – I'd almost rather lose, like, a big bat than a big arm like Blake Snell if he, if he was pitching up to his potential. When you're talking about facing – I, I guess you'd face what would you face the Mets or you you face those NL East teams what half a dozen times right. that, that's the way they've they've got it locked out. Um, you're talking about the Mets who have one of the best offenses in the National League. Uh, the Nationals, of course, coming off the World Series, and then 
don't sleep on the Braves either. I mean, they, the, right. you potentially the have, right. Like, uh, <laughs> yeah, the, I, I've, I looked up and down those lineups and it's scary to see yeah. like kind of one through one through eight and now going to be one through nine when you add in the DH, like no, it's a, it's it's a, a murder row. And yeah. you know, it's not like the Marlins are going to be any type of uh, Orioles team and the Phillies right. aren't going to be horrible either. Uh, it's, it's the NL East is, yeah. is sneaky good. Now, again, I don't know if I would <laughs> be able to lose a bat because the Tampa Bay Rays offense is, is not uh uh, famous for its uh, prowess right. in the box, but yeah, I mean the strength in the in the pitching staff is just so amazing that you would, you would never want to to lose any of it. Now, do you actually think that if everything the no spitting, all of those rules comes to a close, and the and the money is is acceptable for both owners and and players, do you actually think guys like Blake Snell, Mike Trout, all of these big names, they're actually going to say, you know what? I'll sit out this season. Even if everything's worked out, do you actually think some players will say, no thanks, see you 2021? I think it, it, it would be very few and far between. I think less than 1%, maybe less than 0.1%. There's a lot of talk right now, and I think it's a lot of posturing. Yes. Um, I mean, just based on Blake Snell's words, it sounds like he's not ready or wants to play this season at all, while other guys have kind of echoed, yeah, we just want our money and, and we'll go out there on the field. Just think about the hit, the reputation, too, and what that would bring to the table. MLB is not going to let their biggest stars by the wayside uh, because of – I mean, they want their money. They, Of course they mm-hmm. want their money. But I don't think that, they're the, that they would be willing to risk what that impact would do to players' morales, to, to people – actually even tuning in because if they can't yeah. go through the the turnstile they have to tune in uh, on their tvs and if they're not if their favorite player is not playing they might tune in less and so you know that's going to affect their their bottom line so i think it's a lot of posturing by guys like blake snell not that they're not feeling that way of course mm-hmm. they want their money got right i mean they got to that that yeah. that moment where they get to you know i i dictate my market value is this pay me this for however many games i play that's was our agreement in march so they're completely right maybe not in the way that blake said it but he is right mm-hmm. pay me what we signed up for now if everything is you know completed with the spitting and all of that, I really don't think uh, players MLB is going to let players just sit out. I think they're going to make it. Hey, look, we got you. You'll get your money, but please right. play on the field. Hopefully on the back end for sure. Couple things. I've got a conspiracy theory for you. Oh, I love it. Maybe, maybe MLB, everybody involved, the the big bad New York Yankees trying to delay this as long as they can so they can get Aaron Judge and Giancarlo Stanton and Aaron Hicks and, and James Paxson. Got how many guys have been injured so far for the Yankees, allowing them to get healthy. That's the other thing is like, man, the lineups that the Rays have to face between, I, I mentioned the, the Mets and the Braves, but a healthy Yankees, the Red Sox, the Red Sox pitching is going to blow, but they're going to have some bats and the Blue Jays on the come up. Like you better have some arms if you're going to face those guys. I like the conspiracy theory. I would also throw in that there's no, apparently no fighting allowed 
Um, so, you know, again, that's a little help for our our frenemies up there in Boston mm-hmm. with, with the Red Sox. And, and, you know, you're not going to see the Houston Astros, but obviously it, it benefits them. Um, I don't know, man. I, I love the conspiracy theories. So, so you know, I, I'm, a, I'm a sucker for them. So why yes. not? Uh, it's funny because you, you mentioned the no spitting how weird that's going to be for baseball players not chewing tobacco can they chew gum i don't even know if that's going to be a thing either just all those things designated spots to sit in the clubhouse or in the stadium i i don't know man guys are going to be their hands and fingers are going to be trembling because they don't have that chew in their mouth like they're it's like such like a um what's the word superstitious like guys are super i i've got to have eight pieces of bubble gum in my mouth i got to be able to spit out every in between pitches it's crazy is there an athlete in the world that is more superstitious than a baseball player i don't think so i really don't i really don't and i don't know man you know i want a season as much as the next guy that loves baseball and that is you right now um man it's just look i want to believe there's going to be a season but when the guidelines that are being thrown around, thrown around <laughs> are just so minute. Are they, are they, they not even to allowed be. to throw like throw the ball around in between innings? Is that also disallowed? Like what is going on here? I mean, it's uh, it's gonna be tough for everybody to get on board. At you know, I've, maybe this is a new reality uh, f- yeah. for 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 life for for a while. So I don't know. Do they just actually play twenty twenty? I want to believe still, but. The guidelines are just, I mean, incredible. I've I've got an idea. Uh, Baseball players, all of them have pockets, right? I think they they have a back pocket or two for their batting gloves. Just put a little grocery bag back there when you feel the urge (laughs) to spit. Grab it out, spit in it, put your chew in there. And then, okay, after each inning, there's a huge dumpster that you just toss it into and, and be on your way. Would they play with masks? Um. That's the question. I, I is it, is that going to be required? Or is that strongly advised? I've not looked. I'm going to be honest. I've not probably like Blake no, Snell. I've w- not looked at w- the 67 page report. <laughs> no, I haven't. I haven't read the whole uh, volume yet. Uh, but you know, it's something to consider. I mean, if you're going to, you know, not allow all the chewing, all, everything that right. they do daily. I mean, apparently, no showers post game. Yuck. As our friend yeah. in Boston would say, um, you know, I don't know, man. It just seems like a lot. Yeah. And it, hey, look, I, I, don't I, get me wrong. I, I'm all for being cautious, okay? 100% be cautious. But because you're trying to be cautious, as you should, it just seems like I don't know how many guys would be like, okay, yeah, let's do it. They would probably be like, okay, yeah. CDC guys, um, would we have to do this in 2021? And if the CDC guys go – no, you would probably be okay because we probably have a vaccine. Then I think some players would be like, all right, let's figure out the money. See right. you next year. You know, I, I feel sorry for other sports. Like if baseball can't get it together, like basketball, are you not allowed to sweat on each other? Right. Football, F- football, football are you touch. You, you got you to gotta tackle guys with a flagpole or something. That's how you knock them right. down. Like, yeah. I mean, yeah. if baseball can't, that's a good one. This could be a ripple effect. If baseball can't figure it out. How can the other professional sports figure it out? I mean, it's it's something we'll see some consequences if MLB can't pull it together. Yeah, in, in all respect to like basketball, guys aren't aren't 
spit in tobacco on the on the heart but they are they are sweating a lot that's for sure they're sweating on top of each other though they're breathing all over each other yeah it's it can be disgusting i mean sometimes you know you watch basketball game and does everybody really know which towel is theirs no no i think they just they just grab one that's it now this is good that's gonna be a thing though like you're gonna have to have your name on there yeah like don't touch my towel that's my towel (laughs) And there's going to, and usually guys and not to go like off on a tangent, but in basketball, they're sitting right next to each other. They could right. not be closer. So they're going to have to spread that Shoulders out on sure. shoulders, you know, pit on pit. Yeah. It's crazy. In, huddle, in, in huddles during timeouts, do they just like, yeah, do a couple guys at a time? There's a lot FaceTime of FaceTime conference. Just, or maybe you just, that, maybe that's when you have to wear a mask. You have to wear a mask on the bench. That might be a thing. I don't know, man. I don't know. It's a There's lot a to lot figure out and see. This is just in a three-minute rant. Um, I'm sure that it's going to take more than three minutes to figure this out. And my negative side of my brain says maybe it's too much, and maybe MLB punts till next year. Here's the idea. How about we uh, we get Blake Snell on on the committee, have him make all the decisions. What do you want, Blake Snell? <laughs> what do you want? If you get what you want, will you play? Right. And I'm sure, and then. I don't think anybody would be sitting out at that point if he gets what he what he wants for sure. You're right. You know, if you get the extreme that doesn't want unless they, you know, that they're not willing to to bend, you know, if you can please that guy, then you'll have a season. Video games in the dugout. That's what you Boom. get. That's going to be the next move. <laughs> uh, here, here's here's my thing. I'm I'm going to boycott buying a, a, any Blake Snell memorabilia until he steps back on the field. No fifty dollars wow. sweatshirt. Not subscribing to your stupid Twitch account. Hey, <laughs> when you actually put toe to rubber, grab that rosin wow. bag, or maybe not. Maybe you're not allowed to grab the rosin bag. Then yeah. I will. Then I'll, I'll I'll buy some classic gaming merch. I need it so bad. Merch. Whatever you know else what? is coming I, next. I I did like that. I need it so bad. Uh, shirt. Not gonna lie. I I need not to get a lie. cut of him saying I need it so bad. I need it I'm so trying bad. to find it, but I can't find it anybody. Oh. Uh, he is a character. He's a caricature, and <laughs> I, we we have love hate relationships with Blake Snell. Hey, speak for yourself. I love I love me some Blake. He's given us great content, though. I'll give him <laughs> that. Uh, okay, coming up next, we'll continue something we mentioned uh, last week: franchise what if scenarios. We've got another one for you. We'll tell about. We'll tell you about it next. Ulysses, have you heard that uh, gyms in Florida, at least, are officially reopening up to 50% capacity? And I'm sure you got to wipe off every machine, which you should be doing anyway. But yeah, what's the deal with people going to the gym and not cleaning up their crap, man? Oh, there's some nasty people out there at the gym. Like, I hope this actually weeds out some people that they never come back to the gym ever. Right, they're like, I have to wipe down my station. This that's the thing. Yeah, it's like, oh, this that is extra, fascism. That extra what is five this? seconds, <laughs> you can't uh, be courteous to the the person next to you or whatnot. But if you are going back to the gym, I've got a perfect companion for you. Built Bar. Built they're Bar. They're good. They're yummy. By the way, I tried your little trick of putting it in the fridge. Mm-hmm. My man. You Solid. can have it whichever way you want. You want chewy, you don't want it so chewy, boom. Get it in the fridge yeah. for, for, for a good 20 minutes and, and you're golden. 
And we know in the the hot Florida sun that you you step into the car, usually anything right. chocolate's going to melt right away. So you get a little chilled to it, and then on your oh. commute, whatnot, going on the way to the gym, you want a little snack. There you yeah. go. That's what you can do. Yeah. See, what I'm going to do, I'm not only going to eat a built bar when I go to the gym. I'm also going to bring a couple, and, and if somebody gets too close to me, I just throw it at them. Just throw a built right. bar at them. You can Keep, use that. Use Keep them like a boomerang. Distancing. Yeah, yeah. Social distancing is still a thing. So you can do that. Throw them a built bar. And guess what? When you go to builtbar.com, you can use our code, and you can get $10 off. That you can. Builtbar.com and use promo code LOCKEDON gets you $10 off your first box at builtbar.com 16 different flavors low calorie high protein low sugar no crazy additives just try it this podcast is sponsored by the audiobook edition of 24 life stories and lessons from the say hey kid in this reflective and inspirational memoir the legendary willie mays shares the inspirations and influences responsible for guiding him on and off the field Widely regarded as the greatest all-around player in baseball history, the beloved Willie Mays offers people of all ages his lifetime of experience meeting challenges with positivity, integrity, and triumph. This special audiobook production includes a foreword read by Bob Costas and a bonus conversation with Willie Mays and his co-author, John Shea. Whether you miss seeing your favorite players on the field this season or are looking for the perfect Father's Day gift... 24 is the inspiring story of one of sports fans' favorite living legends. Buy the audiobook edition of 24 now, wherever audiobooks are sold. Uh, Ulysses, in addition to this audiobook edition of 24, Life Stories and Lessons from the Say Hey Kid, I got another Father's Day idea. What is it? Cameo from Evan Longoria for 125 buckaroos. Boom. You know what? That would be a good one. If your father is a big Evan Longoria fan, a big race fan, that'd be a pretty neat uh, little Father's Day gift. Yes, it would. And you could have him say something, hey, miss playing for the Rays. I love my time there, so on and so forth. Little 10, 15 second spiel, and you go about your day. Um, Speaking of Evan Longoria, we thought about the idea going and looking at franchise what-if scenarios, what if this happened, what if this didn't happen, so on and so forth. What if Evan Longoria hadn't been traded to the San Francisco Giants in December of 2017? How would this franchise, how would the Tampa Bay Rays look different, feel different? Just Just trying to put that in perspective if he was still on the team. We know... Long, uh, we know, Ulysses, that you are a huge, huge Longo fan. So I want to get your perspective on this because he, at this point, if he was entering the 2020 season on the Rays, he'd be getting up there in age. And his salary would be getting up there too. Right. That was my point. You know, the salary would be, you know, probably higher than what his age uh, is. You know, I don't know, man. Like, yes, I, I think... Longo, obviously his his skills are depleting just like any other mm-hmm. player that is, has, you know, crossed the 32 um, age uh, plateau there. But I feel, well, first of all, if, if we if we talk about it, not numbers wise, because that's that's no fun. You, know, you never know what ifs with the, right. with the numbers. But I would have really liked seeing Evan Longoria playing next to Willie Adamas. 
that would you know the old guard against with the new guard and and i would have liked seeing you know those throws the first uh to to jake bowers and jimon Choi, you know and i would have liked to have seen uh longo you know talking baseball with austin meadows and and tommy fam are you kidding me Mm -hmm. that would have been really cool longo and tommy fam in the same lineup um now those things a hundred percent positive but honestly it's just money long yeah. the longo trade was just money it was it was a salary dump it wasn't because oh well you know he's depleting in, in skills nah he you get more people with longo's name in the lineup <laughs> even though we're talking about tropicana field right you get more people through that door with longo than not with than without longo yeah you wonder if the Ebor City plan, not the Ebor City plan, the uh, the split city proposal, if that would have even been brought up, if Evan Longoria was still on the team. Hmm. A leader That's like a that, a guy, a franchise cornerstone, they bring that up in the middle of his contract. There's there's nobody right now when that popped up that had been longer than Kiermaier. And Kiermaier... Yeah has been hurt so often that really, I mean, yes, right. he's been with the team for seven years, but it feels like he's been there for four years. And he's, right. he's sort of just sort of a mouthpiece for the franchise where Evan Longoria has spoken his mind out at times about and a lot you know, of things. When you've been in a team for more than 10 years and, and, and you're the face of the franchise, obviously, you get to speak out. And you and as the ownership, you probably would kind of tell, hey, what's going what's going down? I mean, they told him that they were going to trade him right before right. they you know, before they traded him. Um, but I, that's a good conspiracy theory. I never, you know, uh, thought about that. What I did think about was that because it was a salary dump, it wasn't for the 2018 year. It actually right. was. It set them up for 2019 and the future. It's for now. I think, yeah. Right. I think the the Longo salary dump meant getting Charlie Morton in 2019. You know, it, it, it was getting to be to pay Tommy Pham in 2019. Uh, it, that's what Longo meant um, yeah. in terms of, of money, not for 2018. 2018, I mean, they were paying Denard Span almost $10 million. Right. So they just set themselves up, up in the budget for 2019 and, and, and on. If, if you look at how many transactions, major transactions, not just little things here and there, but major trades and major acquisitions since they got rid of Longo, like oh. it is crazy how much they have changed the France. Like it started a domino effect with, all right, now Steven Souza's out. Now Chris Archer going away. Jake Odorizzi, Corey Dickerson. And they just started this slow, methodical rebuild. And the other thing, that was a great point about Charlie Bourne, because I was going to say that as well. That, that's $15 million per year that you're not going to have available. And you're going to yeah. give it to an aging 33, 34-year-old? Yeah. It's just not smart. Like, at the time, yeah, the heartstrings really – it really hurt there in December of 2017. But now looking back three-plus three years, it's like that was a smart decision because I'd hate to be in the Giants position right now where they've got a guy who's got so much – I mean, there's like $70 million left on his deal, not including the the team option and the buyout for a guy that – 34, 35, 36, 37. What are you really going to expect from him at this point? Hey, you know what? That, that's a way to uh, think about it. Again, a what if would be, do you really think Evan Longoria 
actually had any fun adjusting to a new park, new people, new yes. everything in 2018. No, he probably had a horrible time and his numbers showed and he got injured too. Right. And he's and he's in a big franchise and with a fan base that expects you to be mm-hmm. that three-time gold glover 280 guy that has the pop for 25 to 30 home runs. So it's a lot of pressure. Now, I don't think 2018 – if he had stayed with the Rays, would have been exactly 2018. Again, that's a big what if because, again, with numbers, you can just say, yeah, I could. he would have hit another 30 home runs because yeah. he's so comfortable in Tropicana Field. But, uh, I mean, I think I he would think have. A, he would definitely have a better year than he did with San Francisco in 2018. Now, right. I, I still Is it worth the, the, the money for, for that type of production that we're talking about? Yeah. Possibly If they were not. able to make the playoffs, but I, they were still so far away from making the playoffs at that point but who knows there's so many things to think about because if they were another game or two you know having Longo in the lineup every day you're another game or two maybe you make a different deal or a different acquisition Look, and that, that changes the complexion and you make the playoffs in 2018 maybe 2019 is a bad one but for 2018 who took the uh, uh, that's really from from Evan it was Matt Duffy it was Matt Duffy Little uh, did he did he have a solid year twenty eighteen his best year with the Rays obviously really his career uh, year and it wasn't yeah <laughs> you know so um you know he 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 was solid you know defensively and, and with the bat but not a lot of pop yeah. so would I have rather had Longo a third base in twenty eighteen than Matt Duffy mm-hmm. yeah, yeah I would have because you of know what, what? it would have meant for the young guys yeah and it would have been good to have him in twenty nineteen too we know about all the injuries and everything like that and and right. You know, I mean, Yandy Diaz missed half the game. So many guys missed so many games. And I think, what, Longo played 125 games or so? Like, he actually yeah. bounced back last yeah. year. I, I don't know if he was actually worth what the Rays would want to pay, but that production, who knows, maybe, and we know Longo's got a little bit of the clutch gene in him. Maybe he's oh. able to help lead the team to the Just ALCS or something. <laughs> Yeah, just a little bit of that clutch gene. Yeah, I mean, Longo's yeah. a clutch guy. I, I know that, you know, uh, and analytics guys hate that word. Whatever, man. There's something <laughs> to be said for it. Hey, some guys can can do it in the heat of the moment. Yeah. Some guys can't. And just because you can't med- measure it on an Excel spreadsheet doesn't, doesn't mean, that mean it's, it's not worth something. Yeah, exactly. I mean, you know, not, not, not to, you know, hint at, uh, the last dance here but you know jordan was a clutch guy you know yes, there's some, he was. <laughs> there's some yeah. guys that are clutch i think longo's got that gene i would have liked to have seen him in 2018 mm-hmm. i just think that they just set themselves up purely uh financially really? after yeah. 20 uh, for 2018 and on yeah and especially this year now because now i i don't even want to th- you you might not be able to make those deals that you've been able to make for yoshi satsugo and and so many other guys and extensions to Blake Snell, Brandon Loud. They're talking about extensions with maybe an Austin Meadows, Willie Adamas. And then good luck getting rid of Evan Longoria's contract without, I mean, it'd be tough to dump that money now if he just based on age and his declining skills and declining production. So, you know, you know what? If, 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 not to look, the Rays had $15 million more to be flexible, which obviously they do. Um, Every every team has fifty million more dollars to spend, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but if if that was the the actual reach, fifteen more millions, Longo is still with the race. Right, Longo's still right. with the race. It's just yeah, it got to be a point where they're like, no, that's that's gonna really yeah. you know screw us up for for the future if we keep that that contract with us. 
by the by the way, can you name the four players that were acquired for Evan Longoria? Denard Span, hometown kid, Tampa Catholic, I believe. Christian Arroyo, another Tampa yes. kid. Yeah, and no longer on the team. No longer on the team. Um, and then I'll take two strikes yeah. with the other two. Uh, Stephen Woods, who I thought he was an author or something. He sounds like a nonfiction <laughs> author. Uh, Matt Crook is another one. He sounds like a, a TV news reporter for like a local NBC affiliate or something. Never heard of those guys ever. Crook. Yeah, yeah. never heard of them. You, yeah, you wow. mentioned salary dump. That is a salary. That yeah, is- I know you wanted a little bit more something from Christian Arroyo, but at the end of the the Rays did what they wanted to do, which was offload that contract to to somebody who would to some fool out there who knows that they got to pay Evan Longoria until he's 38, 39 years old or whatever. And again, that's that's your that's your pick. You know, either you you root for a fan base like the for a, for a franchise like the Rays that have to be financially conscious and usually will have a lot of roster. Or mm-hmm. you know, overturn, or you root for a, a franchise that can spend two hundred million dollars, or not, or one hundred and fifty million, like the Giants can, and have aging players, and you just can't get rid of until they're just you know damaged. Mm-hmm. Man, Evan Longoria, I wish just hey, when he's when the point is going to come when the Giants offload him and release him, DFA, just the the. How whatever way they get a, get out of that contract, you know, if they have to do the team buyout in three, four years, whatever it is, I just want them to sign a team friendly deal with the Rays and just do your do your swan song. I don't care if you bat one eighty, just play play some games, get out there just for even if it's spring training a little bit and some meaningless game. Okay, it's a thirteen nothing ball game in Baltimore. Put them out there for a little bit. Let let them I've, come back with the Rays. I've never been more in agreement yeah. <laughs> with you, okay? I 100% am on this boat. Yeah, do that. Do that and, and the actual retirement. You know, Wade Boggs did it, you know, for a mm-hmm. couple of seasons. He was all right, you know, not not great, you know. Right. All the, you know, do it for Longo. Longo mean, means so much more for race fans than Wade Boggs ever did or Fred McGriff, all the guys yeah. that, 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 that played in the early years um, for Tampa. Longo means – Longo is the guy for the race franchise that would be awesome get longo to 75 war 70 (laughs) war let's do it let's find a way let's find Uh, a way i really do hope he has a great year though this year oh i will always root for for longo i'll I'll always root for for a lot of race players that Mm -hmm. were in that in 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 that big peak yeah you know it definitely it definitely helps that he's a in the national league and be about as far away as could be in San Francisco. Like there's not really any, you know, you'd like to see him a little bit more, you know, but as far as like competition and that sort of like Evan Longoria is not really beating you as a Rays fan or anything. It's the dream for any fan that hates to see a favorite player go. That's the dream. Mm -hmm. You're an ALEs fan, like a Rays fan. Boom. Put him in the NL West. Yeah, beautiful. And you know what? That's something that maybe the franchise, uh, you know, thought about. Like we can't just, you know, offload them to the Jays. You know, like yeah. we can't, like we did with Crawford and we did you know, with some other guy. You know, right. send them away. Mm-hmm. Although Crawford was a free agent signing, but still. Yeah. How about this? Okay, say the Rays get a new stadium in Ybor City, wherever, somewhere in in the city of Tampa, Hillsborough County. Um, can we name like that surrounding area? Longoville, 
Or there's oh, got to be it. some kind of little Longo's like corner. Longest yeah. corner. That's a that. They're already making pizzas right now. They're already making right. pretzels. That's a great like little. Longo's hot corner. There you go. Boom. Man, that's what they do with Evan Ron, uh, Yvonne Rodriguez, like yeah. in Texas. They've they've got everything is like he's got pizza. He's got he's got all sorts of things. Um, <laughs> I think it's like Yvonne's home plate or something like that. Whatever. But Longo's corner, that's great. Or stick and a duffy. Duckies, duckies. You get a duckies. Yeah. Why do I call it a duffies? There's a duffies <laughs> and a duckies. There's too many. I you got Matt Duffy. I I'm so confused already. You got Matt Duffy in that duckies watching a race game. It's a Monday. And that'll do it for today's show. Uh, that wraps up this edition of Locked On Rays. Now tell your smart device to play the most recent episode of Locked On MLB. Hope you all have a wonderful day. Stay safe, and we'll talk to you on Wednesday.